Cheese Priced Less is the name of an economics gender pay gap report compiled by the Diversity Council of Australia and the Workplace Gender Equality Agency. The report itself is based on econometric modelling applied to data from the household income and labour dynamics in Australia, and it shines a blinding light on pay disparity in the workplace between genders. Our guest this week is PSA President Nicole Jess to talk about the report, her experience in the workplace, and what changes are needed in workplace culture. I have with me Nicole Jess, the President of the Public Service Association, with more on this. So thanks, Nicole, for joining us on the podcast today. Thank you. So just a few questions around the report. The gender discrimination, according to the report, remains the leading driver of the pay gap uh, between uh, men and women in the workforce. It contributes 36% of the $2.56 per hour pay gap, which does exist. In your experience, what is gender discrimination? Gender discrimination to me is where one one gender is unfairly treated or is discriminated uh, in wages, um, in the workplace, in roles, description, where they are, um, you know, where one party is, is, is treated differently and to a higher level than somebody else. In my experience, 34 years in corrective services, as far as wages go, because we're on an award, everyone's paid the same. So for us, it is um, for us in that workplace, it's different. But coming into PSA, hearing the stories that I've heard in other membership, and the biggest case would be the pay equity case that we had um, for our school support staff. Um, You know, when you hear about the difference and how far behind they were in their pay, like it just be, it, it, it is mind blowing to me that we've still got this in 2022, that there is such a gap and such a disparity between male wages and female wages. Absolutely. Now, obviously, the report focuses on wages primarily, but in your experience, have you ever seen a situation where there is a disparity in gender roles in terms of um, workloads and, and expectations of jobs to be performed? Um, in the corrective services setting or anything like that? Um, probably not an expectation to do more. I think women, I think women have to try and do more to be noticed and to be seen and to get jobs higher up mm. um, in a higher in the higher ranking structure. Mm. Um, there is certainly um, there is certainly a disparity between how many male managers we have in the upper ranks compared to what we do with the female ranks and that goes down to the fact that if you're in shift work and there is a demand that you be on call women can't do that Mm. so there is an unfair unfair bias that we won't employ women in those roles because they can't achieve they can't do they can't be on call or they may have to take school leave so it's it's that they they departments not just corrective service others they expect this 100 percent you know you're in this you're focused and you're going to be you know your main goal is the job but that can't be for everyone and that's not even we're changing you know we're changing in our workplaces we all have to change and we have to say women and we have to push and unions have to push and say no the workload has to be fair at home and at the workplace between males and females. Well, that's right. I mean, and, you know, my next question for you was that the, the, key, the, the, the key pay gap drivers uh, that are causing these, um, these disparities are that, the, that women, according to the report, are disproportionately uh, more inclined to be family carers as opposed to their male counterparts. Where do, you think, where do you think this culture should start to change? Firstly, I think it has to change with us as females. 
um, in our relationships, we're going to have to say to, you know, whether it be same-sex male, you know, our male partners, you have to take the workload on. And then those those play, those those workforces that they work in have to accept that, have to support them, and it and not say, well, you know, where's your wife? Because that's what's been happening for the last thirty years or fifty years, sixty years in the workplace. The women will deal with that. Well, it's not just about childcare. As as our parents get older, we have a responsibility and we have to look after them. But it's not just the women that have to do that. It needs to be equal. Everybody in the workplace needs to be supported to be able to care for our kids, care for our parents, care for ourselves um, and our partners. And if we and the work workforce that we work in has to actually be supportive of that. The report goes on uh, also to state that uh, women in particular at the beginning of their careers experience a 6% pay gap as their careers progress uh, to top management levels if um, if they are so inclined to pursue those levels. The pay gap increases to a high of 18%. Now, we spoke uh, off air uh, about this particular statistic uh, why you you were telling me that there there just really isn't an awareness that there is such a disparity off the bat? What happens there? What why isn't uh, why isn't there more of an awareness of of the uh, uh, discretionary differences between pay from these different levels in, in people's careers? I think there's not an awareness because one people don't talk about their wages with other with their other colleagues, sure. so they actually have no idea that they're doing the same work at a different pay than somebody else. Right. Um, so there's not that awareness. I think we need to be more mindful and we need to start looking at, at what we're being paid as individuals and what our worth is and then saying, well, this is I'm, I should be paid the same person as, as, what I'm sitting, as, as the person I'm sitting next sure. to. Um, the other thing is going back 34 years ago when I first joined the job, you know, we're not... You, we're not really, and I don't think it's just males, I think it's females as well. We just go to the job, we start our work. We don't think about the pay. We think about what we're going to do on the weekend. We don't think about superannuation because we're young. We, you know, I'm, I'm trying to say now to my to my great nieces, they're only six or seven, you know, you've got to start saving, you know, homes, even now, start saving, get good savers, make people aware of their super. Women don't, women don't even take any notice about super. All the young colleagues that I've got coming through the job now, I'm highlighting, know your super, put money into your super. Most people, most young kids nowadays, when they come into the job, they're not putting money into superannuation. Yeah. They're just doing the government contributions. Sure. And it's not until you're 40, 50, as you're getting a, the, the, you're the tree, you're at the higher level of the tree, yeah. that you start thinking, do I have enough money when it comes time to retirement? Exactly. Um, and so, and, but you've also got to, as you go through your career, you've got to know your worth, you've got to demand your worth, and you've got to make sure that the pay that you're getting equates to the work that you're putting into and is equal to everybody else in the workforce that you're working. Protect yourself at work. Call the PSA today on 1300 772 679 or head to psa.asn.au.